Welcome to Mama Capricorn's Cosmic Guidance Club. I'm your host, Mama Capricorn, and I am so excited to help you use astrology to develop a better relationship to yourself and the world around you. Today's episode is essentially a crash course in astrology, astrology 101, if you will, so that you can start to make more sense of your birth chart. If you're new to astrology, a birth chart is a map of the sky at the exact moment that you were born. It's like the blueprint for your soul, and it gives us the cosmic codes to your personality, your strengths, your challenges, and your potential for growth. Astrology has been used for thousands of years as a tool to deepen our connection to the universe and to better understand the role that we play in the story of humanity. So it probably goes without saying that there is a whole lot more to the subject of astrology than what you see in a horoscope or what I can explain in this one episode. So the goal of this Astro 101 lesson is to give you a quick rundown of the basics of what you need to know to read your own birth chart. If you wanna follow along with your chart, I'll show you how to get yours in just a sec. I have so much respect for astrologers of yesteryear. I was reading this book about astrology and relationships from the 70s this morning, and the whole introduction is spent explaining how to literally calculate and draw your birth chart. And y'all, that is why God sent me in 1989, because I need the instant gratification and the mathematical accuracy of computer-generated birth charts. So hallelujah for living in the 21st century. Uh, we can calculate your birth chart in just a few moments with the right information. So I like to use the website astro.com. Um, if you're using an app, I really like the Time Passages app. Um, most Mostly, I just like the app um, or the version that's going to give you the full circle chart. That's the one that I want you to be using. Um, That is a traditional birth chart. So to get yours, you will need your exact birth date, time, and the location of where you were born. It's really important to use an accurate birth time because even a difference of a few minutes can change the positions of the planets and the houses in your chart. So the more accurate your birth time, the more accurate your chart will be. Maybe in a future episode, I will talk more about... um, the art of rectification and essentially um, using different points in your life and different like big events that might have happened um, in order to reverse engineer the birth time. But um, just full transparency, um, the older that you are, the more life experience that you've had and really the more like major events you've had, like uh, experiencing births or deaths or, um, you know, things like that uh, will be more helpful uh, to help us calculate a birth time. Uh, But if not, if those aren't, you know, things that are available to you, then uh, call your mom. (laughs) Or um, if you're in the United States, usually you can um, contact your state vital statistics office um, and see if they have a copy of your long form birth certificate. Uh, If not that, then you can also potentially contact the hospital of where you were born. And that's usually uh, an international thing as well. So um, like I said, the more accurate your birth time, the more accurate your chart will be. So 
what we're going to do in this episode is break down the four primary things that you see when you look at that circle birth chart. These four things are the planets, the houses, the signs, and the aspects. So the planets represent different aspects of your personality. Things like the sun sign represent your core identity, and your moon sign represents your emotions and your inner self. The houses represent different areas of your life, like career, relationships, health. And the signs represent the qualities and energies of each planet and house. Now, the aspects, these are all of the lines and things that you see in the middle of your chart connecting, um, you know, one thing to the next. Those are showing those relationships and what the connections between the planets in your chart uh, reveal about you. Because each of these details can give valuable insight into who you are as a unique human being and the patterns that shape your life. By understanding how the different parts of your birth chart interact with one another, you can start to understand yourself on a cellular, if not cosmic level. You'll see your strengths, your opportunities for growth, and how to navigate your life path from a place of ease and assurance rather than pressure, judgment, and resistance. Doesn't that sound nice? Okay, so now that you know what we'll be looking for, let's dive deeper into interpreting the planets in your chart. In astrology, each planet represents different aspects of your personality and has its own unique energy and influence. So starting with the sun, it represents your core identity and self-expression. This is why it's the one you're guided to read when you're reading a horoscope. The moon, on the other hand, represents your emotions, intuition, and your inner self. This influences your emotional reactions and the way you nurture yourself and others. One of my favorite ways to teach is by example. So as we move through the different parts of the chart in this episode, we'll use my sun and moon to give more context to the information. Moving on to Mercury, this represents your communication style, your intellect, and how you process and share information. Venus represents your values and how you relate to others and how you express love. Mars represents your drive, ambition, and how you take action and assert yourself. These planets are collectively referred to as your personal placements because they move pretty quickly, so they'll change signs much faster than the planets will explore next. Jupiter represents your growth, your sense of expansiveness, and your ability to see the bigger picture. Saturn is associated with responsibility, discipline, and your sense of structure. These two planets are grouped together as social placements because they move slow-ish, so you'll usually share the same placements of Jupiter and Saturn with the people in your grade as you grew up. Now, Uranus is associated with sudden change and breakthrough. Neptune is associated with spirituality and transcendence. And finally, Pluto is associated with power, transformation, and secrets. These three are the slowest movers in our solar system. So we call these generational placements because they define whole generations. 
Personally, I think your Pluto placement tells me a lot more about you than whether you're a millennial or Gen Z. But even these generational placements can add color to your individual personality. So to give you an idea of how these can manifest in your life, someone with a strong Jupiter in their chart may be naturally optimistic and have a tendency to see the best in situations, while someone with a strong Saturn may be more disciplined and responsible in their approach to life. Someone with a strong Uranus may be drawn to sudden change and breakthrough. See how that works? The next part of your chart that we'll unpack is the houses, which represent different areas of your life. In astrology, there are 12 houses, with each one representing a different sphere, such as your career, relationships, health, and finances. The first house represents the physical body, early childhood, and new beginnings. The second house represents material possessions, values, and money. The third house represents communication, especially verbal but also written, as well as communication in the form of short-term travel. The fourth house represents home and family. The fifth house is associated with creativity and entertainment. I call this one the fun friends and flings house. And the sixth house is associated with wellness, work, and daily routines. The seventh house represents long-term relationships, like marriage and business partners. The eighth house is associated with transformation and the occult. I call this the house of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's essentially the things that we don't talk about in the daytime. The ninth house represents philosophy and higher learning, as well as long-distance travel. The 10th house is associated with career and reputation. The 11th house is associated with social groups and community. And finally, the 12th house represents the unconscious mind, endings, and hidden matters. To give you a more general idea of how the houses can manifest in a person's life, someone with a strong 7th house may have an emphasis on the relationships in their life, especially those long-term partnerships. And someone with a strong 10th house may be naturally ambitious and focused on their career. Knowing what we've learned so far about the sun representing your core identity and expressive side, and the moon representing your inner identity and emotional side, let's add more detail now by looking to my chart to see that these two placements fall in the eighth house. This tells you that I both have the strongest boundaries of anyone you'll ever meet, while also naturally being pretty vulnerable and raw with the people that I allow close enough to see that. This might also explain all the times I got told I intimidated someone before they got to know me, even though I am literally four feet and 10 inches tall. Now let's take a look at the signs, which give further insight into the qualities and energies of the planets and houses. I like to think of the signs as the costume that each of your planets has chosen to wear to your cosmic party. In astrology, there are 12 signs, each associated with a different elemental energy, fire, earth, air, and water. Each sign also has its own unique characteristics and tendencies. For example, Aries is associated with fire and represents assertiveness, energy, and motivation. Taurus is associated with earth and represents stability, sensuality, and material possessions. Gemini is associated with air and represents communication and adaptability. 
Cancer is associated with water and represents emotions and nurturing maternal energy. To give you a more general idea of how the signs can manifest in a person's life, someone with strong Aries energy may be naturally assertive and energetic, while someone with strong Taurus energy may be more stable and focused on material possessions. Someone with strong Gemini energy may have a natural ability to adapt and communicate easily. Building on what we know about my sun and moon in the 8th house, let's throw them both in a Capricorn costume. This tells you that both internally and externally, a big part of my identity is established in being responsible. I'm motivated to keep climbing up the proverbial mountain, but I've also got an attitude that says, cool, that was fun, let's go climb another mountain, we're not dead yet. (laughs) And if we're being honest, this is one of my natural qualities that makes me such a great coach for people who are ready to make a big change, like transitioning careers or navigating life after divorce. The final piece of your birth chart that we'll explore in this episode is the aspects, which show the relationships and connections between the planets in your chart. See all the lines in the middle of your chart? those are aspect lines. In astrology, aspects are the angles between two or more planets in a chart. Each aspect represents a certain energy flow. It can be harmonious or challenging, and it can bring different influence on the planets involved. The most common aspects are the conjunctions, the sextile, the square, the trine, and the opposition. And these are the ones I use to write the 365 daily prompts in my 2023 digital astro planner, which you can look inside and purchase for instant download now on my website. So for example, a conjunction is when two planets are within the same 5 to 10 degree orb window, and this is considered a harmonious aspect. It can bring a balance and synergy between the energies of the two planets involved. A square, on the other hand, is when two planets are in a 90-degree angle, and this is considered a challenging aspect. This can bring tension or difficulty to the area represented by the planets that are involved in this uh, square. So this is actually why I really love looking at astrology in the first place, because I don't see squares as inherently negative. Um, You see that we use the word challenging, As a Capricorn, challenges are just here to uh, play with and have fun and, you know, grow. So I think that having more awareness of the square rather than dwelling on, oh, the square, the square is going to help you to grow into the most full potential uh, that you possibly can. To give you a more general idea of how aspects can manifest in a person's life, someone with a strong conjunction between their sun and Venus may have a deep sense of self-worth and the ability to attract love and beauty into their life. While a person with a strong square between their Mars and Saturn may have challenges in taking action and being assertive due to feelings of restriction and limitation. So let's wrap up this lesson by looking at my 8th house Capricorn sun and moon, which you may have guessed by now form a conjunction that blends my sense of identity and self-expression with my deeper, more emotional side together. But let's take this one step further because my 8th house Capricorn sun moon conjunction form a trine with my 12th house Taurus Jupiter. 
This tells you that part of the reason that I make big changes look so easy and intuitive is because I have always had this unconscious belief that the universe has my back. Like, pack a bag and fly to go live in a tent on a stranger's farm in Hawaii and then hitchhike my way around the island for a year level belief. Uh, But that is another story for another time, my friends. That was a whole lot that we packed into this episode. We've covered the basics of understanding your birth chart and how it can provide valuable insight into who you are and the patterns that shape your life. We've unpacked the four most important parts of a birth chart, including the planets, houses, signs, and aspects, and how they interact with each other to influence your personality and behavior. We've also highlighted how knowing about your chart helps you to understand yourself, your strengths and challenges, and how to navigate your life path. And I've given you a little peek into my own cosmic makeup so that you can better understand astrology in context and get to know me better too. And as you continue to explore your birth chart, remember that astrology is a tool for self-discovery and growth. It can provide you with valuable insight and guidance, but ultimately it's up to you to take action and make positive changes in your life. If you're interested in delving deeper into your birth chart, come book a session with Mama Capricorn. We'll work together to uncover the secrets of your chart and explore how to use this knowledge to live your best life. Thanks for joining me today on the Cosmic Guidance Club. Come hang with me and my astro pals on Discord if you'd like to take part in the conversation, and I'll see you in the next episode.